Section 28 of Common Sense in the Household. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Tracy Butterick. Common Sense in the Household. A Manual of Practical Housewifery by Marion Harland. Vegetables, beans, rice, etc. French or string or snap beans break off the tops and bottoms and string carefully then pare both edges with a sharp knife to be certain that no remnant of the tough fibre remains not one cook in a hundred performs this duty as deftly and thoroughly as it should be done i have heard several gentlemen say that they could always tell after the first mouthful whether the mistress or the hireling had strung the beans it is a tedious and disagreeable business, this pulling bits of woody thread out of one's mouth when he wants to enjoy his dinner. Cut the beans thus cleared of their troublesome attaches in pieces an inch long, and lay in cold water with a little salt for fifteen or twenty minutes. Drain them and put them in a saucepan of boiling water. Boil quickly, twenty minutes if well-grown, less if small, at any rate until tender. Drain in a colander until the water ceases to drip from them. Dish with a great spoonful of butter stirred in. To my taste, beans need to have a bit of bacon boiled with them, whole or chopped into bits that dissolve in the boiling. It mellows the rank taste you seek to remove by boiling. Lima and butter beans. Shell into cold water. Let them lie a while put into a pot with plenty of boiling water and a little salt and cook fast until tender large ones sometimes require nearly an hour's boiling the average time is forty minutes drain and butter well when dished peppering to taste kidney and other small beans shell into cold water and cook in boiling until tender a small piece of fat bacon boiled with them is an advantage to nearly all. If you do this, do not salt them. Dried beans. Wash and soak overnight in lukewarm water, changing it several times for warmer. If this is done, they will require but two hours boiling. Drain very thoroughly, pressing them firmly but lightly in the colander with a wooden spoon. Salt pepper and mix in a great lump of butter when they are dished boiled beets wash but do not touch with a knife before they are boiled if cut while raw they bleed themselves pale in the hot water boil until tender if full grown at least two hours when done rub off the skins slice round if large split if young and butter well in the dish salt and pepper to taste a nice way is to slice them upon a hot dish. Mix a great spoonful of melted butter with four or five of vinegar, pepper, and salt. Heat to boiling and pour over the beets. Instead of consigning the cold ones left over to the swill pail, pour cold vinegar upon them and use them as pickles with cold or roast meat. Stewed beets. Boil young sweet beets until nearly done skin and slice them put into a saucepan with minced shallot and parsley two tablespoonsful melted butter a like quantity of vinegar some salt and pepper set on the fire and simmer twenty minutes 
shaking the saucepan now and then. Serve with the gravy poured over them. Boiled Parsnips If young, scrape before cooking. If old, pare carefully, and if large, split. Put into boiling water, salted, and boil, if small and tender, from half to three-quarters of an hour. If full-grown, more than an hour. When tender, drain and slice lengthwise, buttering well when you dish. Fried parsnips. Boil until tender. Scrape off the skin and cut in thick lengthwise slices. Dredge with flour and fry in hot dripping or lard, turning when one side is browned. Drain off every drop of fat, pepper, and serve hot. Parsnip fritters. Boil tender, mash smooth and fine, picking out the woody bits. For three large parsnips, allow two eggs, one cup rich milk, one tablespoonful butter, one teaspoonful salt, three tablespoonfuls flour. Beat the eggs light. Stir in the mashed parsnips, beating hard, then the butter and salt, next the milk, lastly the salt. Fry as fritters or as griddle cakes. Mashed parsnips. Boil and scrape them. Mash smooth with the back of a wooden spoon or a potato beetle, picking out the fibers. Mix in three or four spoonfuls of cream, a great spoonful of butter, pepper, and salt to taste. Heat to boiling in a saucepan and serve. Heap in a mound as you would potato cooked in the same way. Buttered parsnips. Boil tender and scrape. Slice a quarter of an inch thick lengthwise. Put into a saucepan with three tablespoonfuls melted butter, pepper, and salt, and a little chopped parsley. Shake over the fire until the mixture boils. Lay the parsnips in order upon a dish, pour the sauce over them, and garnish with parsley. It is a pleasant addition to this dish to stir a few spoonfuls of cream into the sauce after the parsnips are taken out. Boil up and pour upon them. Boiled Sea Kale Tie up in bunches when you have picked it over carefully and lay in cold water for an hour. Put into salted boiling water and cook 20 or 30 minutes until tender. Lay some slices of buttered toast in the bottom of a dish. Clip the threads binding the stems of the sea kale and pile upon the toast, buttering it abundantly. Or you can send around with it a boat of drawn butter. Stewed Sea Kale Clip off the stems wash well tie in neat bunches and when it has lain in cold water for an hour or so put into a saucepan of boiling water slightly salted boil fifteen minutes drain well clip the threads and return to the saucepan with a little rich gravy if you have it if not pour in three or four tablespoonfuls of drawn butter in the milk pepper and salt and simmer eight or ten minutes artichokes strip off the outer leaves and cut the stalks close to the bottom wash well and lay in cold water for two hours immerse in boiling water the stalk ends uppermost with an inverted plate upon them to keep them down boil an hour and a half or until very tender arrange in circles upon a dish the tops up and pour drawn butter over them summer squash or cymbling 
there are many varieties of this vegetable but the general rules for cooking them are the same unless they are extremely tender it is best to pare them cutting away as little as possible besides the hard outer rind take out the seeds when you have quartered them and lay the pieces in cold water boil until tender throughout drain well pressing out all the water mash soft and smooth seasoning with butter pepper and salt do this quickly that you may serve it up hot winter squash pare take out the seeds cut into small pieces and stew until soft and tender drain press well to rid it of all water and mash with butter pepper and salt it will take much longer to cook than summer squash and before you put it into hot water should lie in cold at least two hours stewed pumpkin cut in two extract the seeds slice and pare cover with cold water for an hour put over the fire in a pot of boiling water and stew gently stirring often until it breaks to pieces drain and squeeze rub through a colander then return to the saucepan with a tablespoonful of butter pepper and salt to taste stir rapidly from the bottom until very hot when dish rounding into a mound with dabs of pepper on the top baked pumpkin choose the richest pumpkin you can find take out the seeds cut in quarters or eighths pare and slice lengthwise half an inch thick arrange in layers not more than two or three slices deep in a shallow but broad baking dish put a very little water in the bottom and bake very slowly until not only done but dry it requires a long time for the heat should be gentle butter each strip on both sides when you dish and eat hot with bread and butter for tea i have been assured by people who have tried it that this is a palatable dish to those who are fond of the flavor of pumpkin i insert it here upon their recommendation not my own poke stalks when the young stalks are not larger than a man's little finger and show only a tuft of leaves at top a few inches above ground is the time to gather them they are unfit for table use when larger and older scrape the stalks but do not cut off the leaves lay in cold water with a little salt for two hours tie in bundles as you do asparagus put into a saucepan of boiling water and cook fast three-quarters of an hour lay buttered toast on the bottom of a dish untie the bundles and pile the poke evenly upon it buttering very well and sprinkling with pepper and salt this is a tolerable substitute for asparagus mushrooms imprimis have nothing to do with them until you are an excellent judge between the true and false that sounds somewhat like the advice of the careful mother to her son touching the wisdom of never going near the water until he learned how to swim but the caution can hardly be stated too strongly not being ambitious of martyrdom even in the cause of gastronomical enterprise especially if the instrument is to be a contemptible rank-smelling fungus i never eat or cook native mushrooms but i learned years ago in the hillside rambles how to distinguish the real from the spurious article shun low damp shady spots in your quest the good mushrooms are most plenty in august and september and spring up in the open sunny fields or commons after low-lying fogs or soaking dews the top is a dirty white par complaisance pearl-colored the underside pink or salmon changing to russet or brown soon after they are gathered 
the poisonous sport all colors and are usually far prettier than their virtuous kindred those which are dead white above and below as well as the stalk are also to be let alone cook a peeled white onion in the pot with your mushrooms if it turns black throw all away and be properly thankful for your escape it is also deemed safe to reject the mess of wild pottage if in stirring them your silver spoon should blacken but i certainly once knew a lady who did not discover until hers were eaten and partially digested that the silver had come to grief in the discharge of duty it was very dark and required a deal of rubbing to restore cleanliness and polish but the poison if death were indeed in the pot was slow in its effects since she lived many years after the experiment it is as well perhaps though not to repeat it too often to recapitulate the eatable ones are round when they first show their heads in a critical world as they grow the lower part unfolds a lining of salmon fringe while the stalk and top are dirty white when the mushroom is more than twenty-four hours old or within a few hours after it is gathered the salmon changes to brown the skin can also be more easily peeled from the edges than in the spurious kinds stewed mushrooms choose button mushrooms of uniform size wipe clean and white with a wet flannel cloth and cut off the stalks put into a porcelain saucepan cover with cold water and stew very gently fifteen minutes salt to taste add a tablespoonful of butter divided into bits and rolled in flour boil three or four minutes stir in three or four tablespoonfuls of cream whipped up with an egg stir two minutes without letting it boil and serve or rub them white stew in water ten minutes strain partially and cover with as much warm milk as you have poured off water stew five minutes in this salt and pepper and add some veal or chicken gravy or drawn butter thicken with a little flour wet in cold milk and a beaten egg baked mushrooms take fresh ones the size is not very important cut off nearly all the stalks and wipe off the skin with a wet flannel arrange neatly in a pie dish pepper and salt sprinkle a little mace among them and lay a bit of butter upon each bake about a half an hour basting now and then with butter and water that they may not be too dry serve in the dish in which they were baked with maitre d'hotel sauce poured over them broiled mushrooms peel the finest and freshest you can get score the underside and cut the stems close put into a deep dish and anoint well once again with melted butter salt and pepper and let them lie in the butter an hour and a half then broil over a clear hot fire using an oyster gridiron and turning it over as one side browns serve hot well buttered pepper and salt and squeeze a few drops of lemon juice on each celery wash and scrape the stalks when you have cut off the roots cut off the green leaves and reject the greenest toughest stalks retain the blanched leaves that grow nearest the heart keep in cold water until you send to table serve in a celery glass and let each guest dip in salt for himself see celery salad stewed celery one bunch of celery scraped trimmed and cut to inch lengths one cup milk one great spoonful of butter rolled in flour pepper and salt stew the celery in clear water until tender turn off the water add the milk and as soon as this boils seasoning and butter boil up once and serve very hot 
radishes a friend of mine after many and woeful trials with the greatest plague of life engaged a supercilious young lady who only hired out in the best of families as a professed cook she arrived in the afternoon and was told that tea would be a simple affair bread and butter cold meat cake and a dish of radishes which were brought in from the garden as the order was given the lady was summoned to the parlor at that moment and remarked in leaving you can prepare those now bridget a while later she peeped into the kitchen attracted by the odor of hot fat the frying-pan hissed on the fire the contents were half a pound of butter and the professional stood at the table with the radish topped and tailed in one hand and a knife in the other i'm glad to see ye thus she greeted the intruder is it piled or unpiled ye'll have them radishes some of the quality like some fried with skins on some without i thought i'd wait and ask yourself my readers can exercise their own choice in the matter of peeling putting the frying out of the question wash and lay them in ice water so soon as they are gathered cut off the tops when your breakfast or supper is ready leaving about an inch of the stalk on scrape off the skin if you choose but the red ones are prettier if you do not arrange in a tall glass or round glass saucer the stalks outside the points meeting in the center lay cracked ice among them and send to table scrape and quarter the large white ones good radishes are crisp to the teeth look cool and taste hot okra boil the young pods in enough salted hot water to cover them until tender drain thoroughly and when dished pour over them the sauce of three or four spoonfuls melted not drawn butter a tablespoonful of vinegar pepper and salt to taste heat to boiling before covering the okras with it boiled hominy the large kind made of cracked not ground corn is erroneously termed samp by northern grocers this is the indian name for the fine-grained to avoid confusion we will call the one large the other small soak the large overnight in cold water next day put into a pot with at least two quarts of water to a quart of the hominy and boil slowly three hours or until it is soft drain in a colander heap in a root dish and stir in butter pepper and salt soak the small hominy in the same way and boil in as much water slowly stirring very often almost constantly at the last it should be as thick as mush and is generally eaten at breakfast with sugar cream and nutmeg it is a good and exceedingly wholesome dish especially for children the water in which it is boiled should be slightly salted if soaked in warm water and the same be changed once or twice for warmer it will boil soft in an hour boil in the last water fried hominy if large put a good lump of butter or dripping in the fry pan and heat turn in some cold boiled hominy and cook until the underside is browned place a dish upside down on the fry pan and upset the latter that the brown crust may be uppermost eat with meat cut the small hominy in slices and fry in hot lard or drippings or moisten to a soft paste with milk beat in some melted butter bind with a beaten egg form into round cakes with your hands dredge with flour and fry a light brown 
hominy croquettes to a cupful of cold boiled hominy small grained add a tablespoonful melted butter and stir hard moistening by degrees with a little milk beating to a soft light paste put in a teaspoonful of white sugar and lastly a well-beaten egg roll into oval balls with floured hands dip in beaten egg then cracker crumbs and fry in hot lard very good baked hominy to a cupful of cold boiled hominy small kind allow two cups of milk a heaping teaspoonful of butter a teaspoonful of white sugar a little salt and three eggs beat the eggs very light yolks and whites separately work the yolks first into the hominy alternately with the melted butter when thoroughly mixed put in sugar and salt and go on beating while you soften the batter gradually with the milk be careful to leave no lumps in the hominy lastly stir in the whites and bake in a buttered pudding dish until light firm and delicately browned this can be eaten as a dessert but it is a delightful vegetable and the best substitute that can be devised for green corn pudding rice croquettes half a cup of rice one pint milk two tablespoonfuls sugar three eggs a little grated lemon peel one tablespoonful melted butter a salt spoonful salt soak the rice three hours in warm water enough to cover it drain almost dry and pour in the milk stew in a farina kettle or one saucepan set in another of hot water until the rice is very tender add the sugar butter and salt and simmer ten minutes whisk the eggs to a froth and add cautiously taking the saucepan from the fire while you whip them into the mixture return to the range or stove and stir while they thicken not allowing them to boil remove the saucepan and add the grated lemon peel then turn out upon a well-greased dish to cool when cold and stiff flour your hands and roll into oval or pear-shaped balls dip in beaten egg then in fine cracker crumbs and fry in nice lard or you can make a plainer dish of cold boiled rice moistened with milk and a little melted butter to a smooth paste add sugar and salt bind with two or three beaten eggs make into cakes or balls and proceed as directed above eat hot with roast or boiled fowls if you shape like a pear stick a clove in the small end for the stem boiled rice pick over carefully and wash in two waters letting it stand in the last until you are ready to boil have ready some boiling water slightly salted and put in the rice boil it just twenty minutes and do not put a spoon in it but shake up hard and often holding the cover on with the other hand when done drain off the water and set the saucepan uncovered upon the range where the rice will dry not burn for five minutes eat with boiled mutton or fowls baked macaroni break half a pound of pipe macaroni in pieces an inch long and put into a saucepan of boiling water slightly salted stew gently twenty minutes it should be soft but not broken or split drain well 
and put a layer in the bottom of a buttered pie or pudding dish upon this grate some mild rich cheese and scatter over it some bits of butter spread upon the cheese more macaroni and fill the dish in this order having macaroni at the top buttered well without the cheese add a few spoonfuls of cream or milk and a very little salt bake covered half an hour then brown nicely and serve in the bake dish stewed macaroni italian style break the macaroni into inch lengths and stew twenty minutes or until tender prepare the sauce beforehand cut half a pound of beef into strips and stew half an hour the water should be cold when the meat is put in at the end of that time add a minced onion and a pint of tomatoes peeled and sliced boil for an hour and strain through a colander when you have taken out the meat the sauce should be well boiled down by this time you do not want more than a pint for a large dish of macaroni return the liquid to the saucepan add a good piece of butter with pepper and salt and stew until you are ready to dish the macaroni drain this well sprinkle lightly with salt and heap on a chafing dish or in a root dish pour the tomato sauce over it cover and let it stand in a warm place ten minutes before sending to table send around grated cheese with it the italians serve the meat also in a separate dish as a ragout adding some of the sauce highly seasoned with pepper and other spices macaroni a la creme cook the macaroni ten minutes in boiling water drain this off add a cupful of milk with a little salt stew until tender in another saucepan heat a cup of milk to boiling thicken with a teaspoonful of flour stir in a tablespoonful of butter and lastly a beaten egg when this thickens pour over the macaroni after it is dished this is a simple and good dessert eaten with butter sugar and nutmeg or sweet sauce if set on with meat grate cheese thickly over it or send around a saucer of grated cheese with it end of section twenty eight Recording by Tracy Butterick.